Welcome back to the Risk Eleven Podcast, Episode Five, Season Three. And today we've got a bunch of different topics to talk about, like the GameStop thing with the stock market. So let's dive into that. So a bunch of redditors thought it would be funny to literally bet on a stock that is going down. So GameStop. So. Everybody knows what GameStop is. In case you guys don't know what GameStop is, GameStop is a a gaming retailer. So they do, they sell game, video games. They're kind of like a sex or a CEX or something like that. They're pretty much an American version of what game is to us in the UK. So GameStop, the company's been failed, doing pretty badly during the pandemic. So a bunch of, I think, 2.2 million people decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to, to just bet on this company, I think just for the sheer, sheer lols of it. So I think it, it was a viral post that went viral. <clears throat> and yeah, the stock before this happened was trading at, I think, maybe $10 a share, maybe $5 a share. And now it's up trading at about $300 a share. So there's definitely been something going, something fishy going on there. It was so bad, guys, that it locked every, it locked most, there was an influx in people signing up to trading platforms. So it stopped us from, stopped people that actually had trading accounts and had money in the markets. So potentially because of this, people have lost thousands. Because they couldn't get any access to their trades, their accounts. All the app, 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 apps, like trading apps were down for about four hours because of this. And we were locked out of our accounts. So we weren't able to access our, our positions. We weren't able to sell our positions. So potentially we had our money in a, a very volatile stock. And I mean a very volatile one. If someone was doing a play that was like a hundred, a thousand percent gain and stuff, and that does happen, they could have been they could have lost thousands of hundreds of thousands. But yeah. To me It's probably just a bunch of kids thinking, oh my god, you can have a joker, you can lull against the against the, the broker. A lull against the freaking freaking Wall Street, but this this thing it was playing with people's livelihoods, it was playing with people's money. It was playing with people's hard earned money. Some people might have not been putting all that stuff in for savings or retirement, and they might have had a risky bet going on, or someone let's say that someone was buy was buying call options on that on Robinhood, and I mean. Call options that are expiring today that are worth a thousand because they went reached their targets and because they weren't able to sell they pretty much lost out on so much money. Cause I hate to break to you guys, but there's higher things at play here. People could have lost their, their livelihoods because of this thing. <sighs> Just thank God I wasn't in risky plays because if I was in risky plays I could have lost thousands. But yeah. I don't really go into risky plays, so that's the thing. But yeah, it was also one of the biggest days in the market as Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, all of the big tech companies were having, and Tesla were having 
having their like their fourth quarter their fourth quarter late earnings reports coming out. So yeah. But yeah guys, let's dive in, change the subject here and let's change it to the Tesla quarterly reports. So if you guys didn't know, Tesla released their quarterly or their Q4 earnings report. Elon Musk talked about a bit a bit about the company's goals for this year in twenty twenty one, what they're hoping to achieve, the estimate of like cars are thinking to achieve. I think it's eight hundred that they're looking to achieve. They're expected to reach eight hundred this year. Their target was five hundred this year, which they reached. I think they're looking to reach eight hundred this year. I think that's what they're aiming to read then a sure thing that they think they can pass and then I think they're truly aiming for one million cars sold this year. And then he talked about a bunch of different stuff like their they talked about their EV, they talked about how they they're built, how about their new plaid model S, which is apparently can can reach apparently sixty second sixty mile sixty miles per hour in at least two two seconds. Or something like that. I think it's they've they're apparently releasing a car that's gonna be the fastest sedan in the world, the fastest car in the world, compared to a Formula One car that's not road legal. Apparently it's gonna be able to fit seven seater people in seats. They're also they also talked to dived in and talked about their battery cells. And how their battery cells and how it's going. They also talked about their they're level four, them trying to reach level five or level four autonomy by the end of this year, which Elon apparently thinks he's very confident that he can get done. He, there's also rumors that he's looking to allow us. That he also talked about a bunch of other stuff and answered a bunch of questions from the a bunch of shareholders. Overall, it was a very entertaining presentation. Good job, Elon. I, I learned a lot about Tesla. I learned a little bit of new stuff. I didn't. I learned some stuff I didn't already know about Tesla. It was a very educational night. I was watching that. I, I stayed up till 11 just to watch this. And then I didn't finish it because I had to go to bed so I'd be ready for work tomorrow. Well, today. And I just came home from work a, a couple hours ago. I came worked at 8 in the morning till about 1.45. That's what I got off today. And yeah, I learned a lot about Elon Tesla today. I learned a lot, and I I I watched a video earlier on about te about space about Starlink. If you guys, I suppose we should talk about Starlink. If you guys know what Starlink is, Starlink is another company of Elon Musk's that's looking to go public. And in case you guys didn't know, it's a company that is to do with space. So very lucrative adventure. So Starlink, I'll let me give you the breakdown of it. Starlink is a a a, a Wi-Fi satellite network, which is low to Earth orbit. So it's apparently it can apparently give us good Wi-Fi. They've had good reviews on it. It's still in trials. I think they've released. I think they put up at least ninety satellites. I believe maybe a little bit more, but I know they they're looking to have eventually. I think. Maybe fifty nine grand, fifty nine thousand satellite, fifty nine fifty thousand satellites, or forty nine. They're looking to have it be in the thousand ten tens of thousands of satellites up in the 
orbit. I think they're looking to IPO at some point in the end of this year. Just in case you guys were wondering, I will be invested in Starlink when it IPOs. And this, I've got my reasons for it because I believe it could be a very valuable company. I believe it's got tremendous potential. Uh, like you think an internet company that could, an internet Wi-Fi company that can produce probably better Wi-Fi than freaking uh, Comcast or Virgin, Virgin Media. It can probably potentially be a competitor to fiber, fiber optic, which is really cool. But overall, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, so in case you guys didn't know, there's a bunch of different companies that are looking to IPO this year. Starlink is one that looks like it's going to IPO. Roblox is another one. It Roblox's IPO has been pushed back a little bit. So, yeah. I will be looking to buy Roblox on the day. I will probably, guys, just to let you guys know, I will probably, on a practice account, just do, I will probably do some betting really hard trades. Like, I will do what I did on the lot. I will do what I did with Airbnb. Get in it as soon as it comes out and that, and then buy into it. And then, literally, as soon as it reaches, like, 1 million... I made like 1 million grand off it, I'm probably going to sell. I'm going to do exactly what Roblox, with what I did with Airbnb. You guys didn't know what the video I did with Airbnb, then I'm going to tell you, I suggest you watch it. So potentially what I did with the Airbnb stock IPO, I bought it as soon as it came out. I I still hold the, that Airbnb stock, by the way. I still own it. It's a really good stock, I still own it. And yeah. I, yeah, so I pretty much bought the, bought the Airbnb on the day on a practice account. I think I put in 7 million, if I believe. Yeah, 7 mil. I put 7 million into to Airbnb. And I waited until it surged up to about £75 or something like that. And I think it went up to 160 in that. So yeah, it went up to 160 or 145 I sold it after that and I made, I profited off that difference. And I made like, I think 500 grand to a million I mean I think I made like 1.2 million if I sold it as soon as it was so effectively I made like I made pretty much a million a million quid off just then seven mil so like a seven mil like I put seven million in I make one million profit that's a pretty decent return on investment it's not really to be honest but it's it's one million more than what you put in I think I'm going to do the same with Roblox. God knows if it's actually good or not, if it, do, if it actually does well or not. But yeah, I actually enjoyed doing the stock portfolio series when I did it. It was fun. It brings back memories. It, it's what I needed to do to get, give me confidence to get into the markets and actually invest. But yeah, I'm, I'm an investor in a bunch of different companies. I'm a part owner of Tesla. I'm a part owner of Apple. I'm a part owner of a bunch of different other companies. And yeah, I learned a lot from that stock portfolio series. I learned what not to do, what to do, and yeah. So if you ever guys are ever thinking of getting to invest in you've got a YouTube and you've got a YouTube channel, why not record it? Put it on YouTube. It was definitely a fun series. It was a, it was it was I think it was before its time, maybe ahead of its time. But yeah. I learned a lot from that. So yeah, Roblox, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm just going to buy out speculation to see how well it does. 
And yeah. Uh, I'm looking, I'm also looking to look at this other company called SoFi. In case you guys don't know, SoFi is a, a banking platform. It's like a, I think it's a fintech bank. So they're looking, they, it's like, it's a company, it's a bunch of uni university kids from Stanford. A couple of years ago, I think last year, a bunch of kids from Stanford University. They... They wanted to disrupt the they wanted to disrupt the mortgage and banking sector. So they started more they started like trying to they want to start the loan sector. They wanted to make loans cheaper, they wanted to make it better, turn it online and they did. And they expanded into other stuff. They got banking, they've got like they do they do trading, they got to do like stuff where you can invest in. To be honest with you, it's an all in one built platform. It's all done through an app. And to be quite honest with you, it's I haven't tested the product out myself, but from what I'm seeing, I'm impressed with what they're doing. And they're looking. There's rumors that they're wanting to go through, go public through this. I think they're going through some social heft media. I think IV Capital or or C E Cap E Capital. Capital Hestus Capital Hestuscofia, I think E or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure it's... Look it up, SoFi. It's an interesting company. I believe that it's got huge potential, and I believe... I believe, guys, that the next sector to be very disrupted is banking. I think banking is one com one sector that I think is going to be up for very much... is going to be able for disruption in the next coming sector. I think banking is one of the sectors that's going to be disrupted the most. Or going to be heavily disruptive, disrupted in the next coming years. I also think, I also think e-commerce is going to be very huge in the next two years, bigger than what it is right now. But yeah, let's move on to something else. So, yeah, uh, what can we talk about? So, in case you guys didn't know, I did a Pokemon video on my YouTube channel. It's done pretty well. I've got another tin that I'm looking to unbox pretty soon. And I think it could be a very cool, like, couple videos I could do. Maybe I could do some Pokemon videos. The whole reason why I decided to get into Pokemon videos is because of Logan Paul. I saw him do a box break. I thought that was fun. Watching that and I thought, you know, I can maybe do something like that. That could be fun for me. Like, not on the whole box bait and give the cards to someone else and that, but I mean, like, I could probably, I can easily do that. I can easily buy a pop, bo box of bump, pop, <laughs> not Pokemon cards, but, yeah, Pokemon cards, a bunch of Pokemon cards. I bought, I bought two tins of Pokemon cards. They both cost me 20 quid. So, the, how much that video cost? That video cost me to make, would, would have been 19 quid to make. As I had to use some of my own funds. So I had to spend like 19 quid. That's how much that video cost me. Some of the videos that I've made, I've never made, I've never recouped my earnings from. So I'm just like, I'm thinking long term here. Like I don't care if I make any money on the short term. I'm here on the long term. I believe that someday I will probably be pretty big. Might not be a big YouTuber, but I might be a big, very successful businessman. But yeah. So in all actuality, you know those mukbang videos that I made? Like the ones of 800, 700 views, 600 views. 
I haven't, I haven't made money at all on them. And the stuff that food that it cost me to make cost me about 20 quid, maybe 19 quid. That's one of the reasons why I stopped doing those videos, because I was putting money into stuff and I wasn't getting anything back from them. So I was investing my hard-earned cash into things. Well, I can't, it's not true. Like, I am getting money back off it. I'm getting it in exposure of anything. Training money for exposure. But, yeah, I've never... Sorry about that, guys. I've never made my money back off these stocks. Well, not off the stocks, but I mean off the, the food videos or the Pokemon card videos. The trading, the trading videos, like stock portfolio videos, didn't involve any money. It was all they were all practice accounts. It was just practice accounts I was using at the time because I wasn't confident in using my own money. And even then, I wouldn't show myself doing using my own money on the, on the thingy. As I don't want to compromise myself, and I don't want people to know how much I'm really, how much money I really have. So that's why I, I keep that stuff private. Because honestly, it's only businesses in mine, and maybe some family members, like my parents. But really, it's mainly only my business of how much I've got. But overall, yeah. So yeah, let me change the subject. So, yeah. I said that I was in. So we talked about. So here, let's have a rundown of what we talked about. Uh, we talked about the. We talked about game, game, GameStop and their and that their shit show, in the markets. We talked about, talk test. Talked about Tesla's Q four earning call. We talked about. We talked about a bunch of possible investments, like we talked about. We talked about SoFi, SoFi. We talked about SoFi Bank, or SoFi the company, the banking company. We also talked about, what else did we talk about? We talked about the Pokemon cards and how I made the Pokemon card videos. We also talked about how I didn't make any money off the mukbangs or any of that puzzle videos from two years ago, a year ago. So, guys, officially, I'm now a seven-year-old YouTuber channel. Risk 11 is now a seven-year-old YouTube channel. Not my main channel, not the Risk Eleven channel, but wrong now. But I've been on YouTube for seven years, maybe even later, maybe eight. Damn, seven years. Started back in twenty fourteen. Damn. Started back in twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. That is a long time ago. But heck, <laughs> but heck, it's interesting. Oh well, it's so interesting to see that I've changed. I'm no longer that same nerdy kid. Oh yeah, guys, let's talk about my, my new favourite anime. So, this section is going to be like anime time. We're going to talk about one of my favourite animes. If you guys watch Bleach, you should watch it. It's a really cool show. I've been getting myself so deep involved in Bleach. I've been reading videos about it, learning all the lore and all the wiki stuff and all that, and all the all the cool inside behind the scenes like characteristics. So far, my favorite character on Bleach is Ichigo, but I also like Sasuke Aizen. I think his character is really interesting. And yeah, I'm looking forward to 
I'm looking forward to, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching more Bleach today. <laughs> you guys should check out Bleach. Ironically, the missus told me about that uh, she used to watch Bleach so, as a kid, which was interesting. <laughs> which was interesting. Like, ironically before, I never even knew what anime was until like 2015, 2016. I always thought it was, I never really knew the difference. I always thought it was like cartoons, like, at, at one point I didn't even know Bakugan was an anime. I realized, I thought Bakugan was a cartoon, if anything. I don't, same with Yu-Gi-Oh, I thought it was just a cartoon, but I was wrong. Yu-Gi-Oh is an anime. <laughs> it's a really good one. Same with Pokemon, I didn't know Pokemon was an anime, it's just a cartoon. Apparently, I thought it was just, I thought it was just a cartoon, I was wrong, it's an anime. Uh, what else was there? Then there's, then there's Mirai Nikki, yeah. If you guys are looking for some good animes, Naruto, uh, One Punch Man, that's a good one. Uh, Mirai Nikki, Clanid, that's another one. Uh, Fairy Tale, that's another one. Uh, Bleach, another one. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, another anime. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins, another good one. Uh, what else? What else? I know there's more. Uh, my witch, my little witch academia. That's another good one. Uh, what else is there? Uh, there's Yu Gi Oh. That's another good one. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more that come to me. Uh, Tap on Titans. That's another one. Death Note. That's another one. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Another one. Uh, Neo Genesis. That's another one. Origami. Uh, what else is there? I'm trying to think of more animes. Uh, heck, we talked about anime for enough. Okay, so let's move into another topic. So, yeah. I'll be... I'm looking to upload a new album coming soon. I've got songs that are ready to go upload, to upload. I've had them for since December. I'm looking to upload them at end of February. I'm looking to upload our album. This album is called Regrets. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to have some interesting songs. Do it. And I think you guys will honestly like it. So yeah, I think you guys will honestly like Regrets. I think I've let you hear some of the songs from Regrets as well. So yeah. Either way guys, I hope you enjoyed episode 5, season 3 of the Risk 11 podcast. This has been Risk 11, your host. And I'll talk to you guys at the end of the week. Or probably sometime next week. Probably Monday, to be quite honest. Yeah, probably Monday, because I'll be off Monday. So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.